No time, no tools, big expectations. How do you transform school culture without derailing the train? Answer, little wins that bring big changes. The flywheel effect, harnessing the power of momentum to create a school culture that celebrates change and drives itself. Hey guys, this is Jordan Live School. Welcome back to the show. This week's episode, we're going to jump right into it. And this is six steps to building a student-run reward store. So the idea here is, you know, you know what a reward store is. And you know it can be a major component of your school's behavior system. The students see that positive behaviors they show throughout the day leads to rewards and encourages them to continue making good choices. That's great. It's good for your school. Good for your students. But for the staff... Running a store can eventually become major, very time-consuming, and can cause some problems. So that store's got to be something that students can rely on. It needs to be open regularly, you know, at least on schedule. It has to be stocked with plenty of options and manned by somebody, a store worker, and they need to have regular communication going in and out. So how can you make that reward store more rewarding for your students for the positive behavior they exhibit and still be sustainable. Well, put your students in charge. So before we get any further, let's, let's back up. So you, you have a real good idea exactly what I'm talking about here for schools that are running PBIS. If they have behavior expectations in place and most have identified how they will recognize when students exhibit these behaviors, you know, they, they, they've created a rubric. And if you haven't created a rubric, we can help you out at live school. Uh, but many students create their own school currency. They, they create their own token economy and they hand that out to students in some form or fashion. And then students use that currency to redeem rewards from the store. A PBIS or you know, a reward store provides a real world connection for the school and students with currency. That's a positive for sure. And those students have the opportunity to purchase rewards and make real life decisions such as should they use a small amount of money in the bank account for something small and immediate right now? Or should you wait and save up for something bigger, you know, something more exciting, some sort of experience? That's something that they're going to need to know as they get older and as adults, as big decisions. If they see their friends getting the same little trinkets, is that how they want to spend their money as well? Or do they need to earn more? So those kind of questions plus many others are why schools take on logistics of running school stores. They're, they're worthwhile. So, you know, as we mentioned that store can be a big undertaking, but you need to create a system where every student in your school has the opportunity to shop in your store. Things you need to figure out. Okay, so here's what you've got to know before you start. When is the store going to be open? How are the students going to shop? When will they receive these purchases? Um, how will students know how much money they have in their bank account? You know, how's your token economy work? How much is each item? You know, how will students know that? You know, who, who's going to man the store? And lastly, but not leastly, who, what's, how are we going to keep up with inventory here? That's a lot for one person to handle. And unfortunately, that's usually how it goes. Usually this gets handed to you know, one person. You know, All right, I need you to lead the school store this year. And that's tough even for a team of educators because you know, they already have a lot on their plate. We, we have very little time in schools to begin with. So you're probably thinking, you know, how, how do we actually get this done? And that's why I want to talk to you about appointing students to help run your store. I think it's a genius idea. We've visited some schools this spring where, the, where this is what's happening. And we've got a lot of uh, resources on, on our blog to detail this. And I'll put some of those in the show notes. But, you know, 
one option would be to have your students on a store advisory board so they can help brainstorm new reward ideas. And that'd be tight that, you know, that this is what students are going to like. And if you want to know what's going to motivate your kids, the easiest way is just to ask them. But by allowing them to take ownership in the process, you're helping with buy-in, but also providing leadership opportunities for the students that, that do participate and that do help out and are putting in some work there. That's really a win-win. So without you know, further ado, let's talk about those steps to actually setting up your store. Here's the, the things you need to do to get this done and have it in your, in your building come next school year or, or, or you know, right now if you want. So here's your steps. Step one, create a team. This team will be the ones creating the processes and running the day-to-day operations. So we highly, set, highly suggest setting up a regular meeting so you can discuss how things are going and address any issues that arise. So you're talking like you know, a live school council or you can use your student council and you need some sort of representative from, from faculty to oversee it for them to report to. Step two, identify the rewards in your store. You can create a menu rewards. You know, they, they can be physical, tangible things, or you know, they could be intangible, experiential. You can do both. You know, whatever your students are into, that's what you should probably lean on. If you're looking for some ideas, we have a whole database on the website called Rewards That Rock. I'll make sure I link that as well. Hey guys, this is Jordan from Live School, and I want to take a quick break to share a story about one of our partner schools, Cato Hills High School in Norman, Arkansas. Cato Hills recently decided to make some dramatic long-term changes that would improve their school community. They began searching for solutions for things like tracking both positive and negative behavior, recognizing the students who are doing the right things, and refocusing their vision around what student behavior could and should look like at Cato Hills. That search for answers led them to Live School. With Live School, they've tracked 141,000 behavior events this school year, with 139,000 of those accounted for positive behavior reinforcement opportunities. Tracking behavior? Check. Recognizing students for doing the right thing? Check. If you'd like to learn how to improve student behavior and culture in your school, check us out at whyliveschool.com or follow us on TikTok at whyliveschool. Now, back to the pod. Step three, redeeming the rewards. So how are students going to be able to shop in your store? Is this an actual place in your building? Like, you know, is it a room, a closet, a table in the cafeteria? Or is it, you know, something where kids can come and look around? Or is this a cart that somebody pushes class to class? Or is it a, you know, is it a Google form and the the items are delivered? You know, it could be all sorts of things. It could be something your student council takes a, an iPad to the, to the cafeteria and then the things get redeemed that way. So there's a lot of ways to be the, to do this, just be creative and make it fit your school. Um, if it's an experience reward, you know, when will the students be able to partake in this? Is it ongoing? Like, is it something where like eating lunch with the principal where they could have a list of students each week and, and a specific time? So also make sure you have a way to identify the students that are partaking in the reward. Number four, store hours. Providing consistent opportunity for your students to redeem the rewards is going to be imperative to getting buy-in. Determine how often your store will be open and when students will be able to shop. So this is this is really an issue. If you're going to have a physical in-location store, it needs to be open the time you say it's going to be open. Otherwise, students are going to see, well, it's open sometimes, it's closed sometimes. I really don't know if I'm getting rewarded for this or not. All of a sudden, you start losing consistency and trust in your system. And then that's when things start falling apart. So Whatever you choose, make sure it's something that can be consistently run and you have you know backups to make sure it can, it can stay that way. Step five, inventory. If you're going to include physical rewards in, the, in, in, in your store, 
you're going to need to make sure there's a way to keep track of said inventory. You know, th- this could be as easily as you know a Google Sheet, uh, but you know somebody's going to need to do so. You know, you don't want to have a student redeem award and then realize after the fact you don't have any more of that item. So when you have this team of students, make sure that somebody's in charge of inventory and they're good at and they're learning how to how to keep some bookkeeping and also they start looking at, you know. We, this item gets purchased a lot. Maybe we need to have more of it on in stock or this one is not purchased very often. Maybe we just need to replace this with something that, that our, our peers really do like. So that inventory job is a big, do- big job. Number six, marketing the store. As with any system, it's all about the buy-in. So make sure your students are aware of the rewards you have and you know when they will have opportunities to redeem them. So you know, use your morning afternoon announcements to provide those reminders. You know, be creative. You know, have, have you have the morning news? Whoever's running your store, have them on the news with you know those items and showing what, what those are gonna be. Make posters, put them up in the put up in the hallways, have your teachers make announcements. All those things are gonna be key to marketing your program. And the more they they get excited about that, the better behavior is going to be in the building and the more trust you have in your system. But overall, organization is going to be key in creating and making this sustainable. So make sure you have a plan for how you will keep track of all those moving parts that we, we discussed above. And that includes creating jobs for each student and a schedule so everyone's on the same page. You might even look into something at like a student job application in a, in a a store order form that you know somebody like I, one of our partner schools, Antioch Middle School in Nashville, Tennessee, uses. They actually interview students and they, they fill out an application. They go through a process to figure out who's going to run the store for the next semester. So it can be very, very intricate. And how you do this, how you set it up, needs to fit your school. But there's a way to make this work in every school, and your students can be, if not a big part of the process, they can absolutely take the process and run with it and make it their own. Have a great day and we'll see you next week. The flywheel effect, harnessing the power of momentum to create a school culture that celebrates change and drives itself.